It is good to be back, Shireen Herrera, the County 10 podcast. And this is a special edition of our weekly interview with Sage West Healthcare. For those of you that don't know, for the last few summers, we've had the Pink Ribbon Run with Sage West. It is the morning of August 19th. Want to make sure that you sign up and get your teams together. We've had so much uh, fun with this, whether it be teams dressing up kind of themed, and then we've got prizes for that as well. 7 a.m. registration, 7.30 survivor celebration, and then 8 a.m. we'll start the uh, 5K walk, run, or jog. Again, that's August 19th. But that means that we have our featured survivor and we are blessed and very honored to have Manuela Twitchell join us. How are you? I'm all right. Thank you. (laughs) Well, I'm really excited you're here. I'm looking forward to the big event on August 19th. And we talk about this 24-7-365. We remind folks, this isn't just breast cancer awareness in October. It is all year long. We talk about it, you know, often with the Sage West interviews. But can you tell us a little bit about your story? Thank you. So in March of 2022, I, I was I had an awareness that something was not right. I, I, I don't know how to describe it. So I immediately, I called my doctor and asked for a mammogram and sure enough, it came out irregular. And I was sent to the Huntsman Cancer Institute in Salt Lake City. So when I went to the Huntsman and was confirmed that I had breast cancer, it was a different experience because, and especially, all my life, I've been very, very fortunate to be very healthy. I like to say that I'm a long distance. I run many, many, many marathons. And so it was like shocking. I kept the news to myself for about 10 days. I didn't want to say anything to anybody. I wanted to just kind of like go through my crying stage that was intense. And then finding space within me to accept. Once I accepted, it was easier to tell my family first and then my co-workers I told all my co-workers and I do want to say that just the diagnosis itself was like a knockout mm. and uh, the process of accepting it was a huge process for me it was like wake-up call to really do a deep inventory within myself about, well, what? I kind of laugh at first because I used to say, I, I, I'm so healthy. And then sometimes I would say, watch it be something big that happens. And sure enough, you know, it like like I, it manifested. Uh, but cancer is uh, very intrusive and it's because it's such a silent and there's really like not huge signs about it. So it, for me, it was a very um, a psychological journey more than anything else. Did you get routine breast exams before? Oh yeah, uh, you know, I, I'm really good about getting my physicals and my mammograms and everything. But something, you know, I don't know, I, I think the world changed, I mean, 
who knows what causes, I don't know what causes cancer. And I am the type of person who I leave things like this, like cancer diagnosis and the process of healing to the experts. That's where Marty comes in for me, a remarkable person because not only does he do the high tech stuff that he does over there, but morally, Mm-hmm. He, 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 to me, I'm in debt for the support that yeah. I got from him. Marty Brammer is joining us as yes. well. Marty, it's always good to have you on. And like Manuela had mentioned, too, I, I know firsthand your personality really uh, speaks a lot and helps a lot when these folks are going through this tough process. It is tough. I mean, and cancer, like she said, it's, it's non-discriminatory. It doesn't care if you're a boy, girl, black, white, rich or poor, young or old. There's no sense, rhyme or reason. Sometimes we see symptoms, we treat it. But yeah, with Rocky Mountain Oncology, you know, we're here to support our neighbors, to care for our our family and our friends. Um, And not having gone through the journey, but uh, having a family member, you know, who did go through it 20-some years ago, um, kind of was part of the reason I got into it. I used to do cardiac work in, in Casper for a long time. And uh, and it was just uh, it was just a life path that took me into doing radiation oncology. And we used to have a, a bus that hauled patients from Lander, Riverton, Fort Washington, Shoshone, Thermopolis, Dubois to Casper every morning, uh, five days a week through year in year out. And we finally said, you know, we're putting these people enough through treatments. Let's not make it worse with this drive. Let's build a center in Lander. So we got you here then. You got that's a blessing here. right and there. He said, who wants to live in Lander and I said pick me <laughs> you know who wouldn't want to live in Lander and uh, you know it's good I had a lot of history in Casper still family and friends there so it's close enough to go visit but yeah and I take care of people that I took care of their parents in mm. Casper and mm-hmm. they're like we remember when grandma used to ride that bus and I like yeah well that's why we're here yeah I'm we glad we got that. that it's traumatic enough like she said to go through let alone having to have this traveling the expense the the worry I mean you know and that road between Shoshone and Casper can be pretty bad in the winter. Mm -hmm. Those drivers are so faithful, but um, you know, that's why we're here and as part of Sage West as well to take care of our friends and neighbors and so this event is is geared towards that. You know, providing funds and resources for our survivors, the people who are just now diagnosed. You know, if you're diagnosed yesterday, you're a survivor today, you know, and um, so that's, you know, this is not just a, a, a Fremont County thing. This run happens statewide, and all the money earned in Wyoming stays in Wyoming, which is awesome. We also have the beautiful Laikita. Did I say that right? You did not, but no. it's okay. Laikita. I, I got it. Are you a first-timer on the show, or have I missed you? No, I am a first-timer. All right. <laughs> well, it's good to have you. What's your role with the crew? Um, so I'm an infection preventionist for Sage West Healthcare, and I'm also a part of the survivor committee um, for the Pink Ribbon Run. Oh, it'll be a lot of fun. Now, don't yeah. forget, too, we have the Survivor's Breakfast on August 19th. And like Marty said, and it's for the survivors and their families, too. So if you were just diagnosed, you are a, a survivor. So come to that. Great food. The uh, kitchen crew at Sage West does an awesome job putting that together. And it's really cool because you get a um, 
um, you know, Manuela, you get to kind of meet some other folks and stuff too. It's it's kind of a neat process and some some family members that are ultra and uber supportive too as well. And so thank you for being a part of uh, that uh, crew to put that together. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and we'll have you back. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah we'll sure. talk about <laughs> more in depth what you do. Manuela, let's uh, go back to you and your story just a little bit. Are you comfortable telling folks how old you are? I am very comfortable. So I am 75 years old. And like I said before, I've always been very healthy. Um, I'm very uh, cognizant of my nutrition, for example. And I say that because my family's reaction, I have three sisters and my family's reaction was first like, what are you doing? What, what are you doing wrong? And I don't think it's a matter of doing anything wrong. I think, you know, cancer is, I guess, a silent, silent illness that comes. And so um, for me, I like to say that it, it, it's been a, it was a wake up call and that I'm so glad that I paid attention to my body, that something right. was not right, and that I, you know, immediately was sent to the Huntsman. I do appreciate all the people from the Huntsman. I also want to say that in my process, I am the type of person that that really believes in the professionals in the field, and so I didn't do any uh, Google research. Oh, that can take you down a rabbit hole. Marty, you know that. Yeah. Oh, boy. I, I I wouldn't do any of that. Good for you. I trusted my primary doctor from the Lander Clinic, who she's wonderful, and she really guided me, made the proper referrals, and then the Huntsman, and then, of course, you know, from the Huntsman to Rocky Mountain Oncology, and I really appreciate my oncologist, Dr. Wells, and the nurse, and and, and Marty, of course. When I was going through the process of radiation, I was working full-time. I, I, I still work full-time. And and Marty made it so that it was, a, and I don't want to say cheerful experience, but it was an experience that was not crippling. Did he wear his flamingo hat? Uh, yeah. <laughs> mm, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was not, it was an experience that there's, I think people in, in this, you know, like who take care of probably any, any health profession, I really have a lot, I, I, I learned to really appreciate them so much more because it was because of them, because of Marty, that I was able to like have more optimism that I'm gonna be all right. And, and so f I learned to, the whole year was a process of learning to be calm and peaceful. And when I was, when I learned that I was cleared, that um, I want to stay calm and peaceful. Now, Marty, talk about people's attitudes when it comes to this, because Manuela was talking about letting the professionals do it, kind of having a, a, you know, a more calmer outlook to it. Because when people start getting stressed, they can make themselves sick, oh, even yeah. worse, right? Yeah. yeah, stress can cause a lot of issues with blood pressure, heart disease, strokes, I mean, all that kind of stuff. You know, when you hear the C word, it doesn't matter who you are. And even if it's not me, but it's my, my parents or my siblings or somebody like that you know immediately your heart goes out to them and having been you know a family member of, of somebody who went through this back in the early 90s again that's what motivated me to kind of get into it but also 
just to make it to where, um, yes, this is a big machine. It's very technical. Not to make it scary, you know, and right. to treat somebody like they're my my mom, my sister, my grandma, you mm -hmm. know, um, my brother, my uncle, my dad. Because, you know, Wyoming's one small town with very long streets. We're all neighbors. We all need to take care of each other. And so if I can make this not scary and we share some hugs and we share some laughs, we share some tears. And, you know, when you treat somebody five days a week for 20, 30 minutes a day for several weeks, you get to share stories and experiences and families and you meet families. And like I said, I take care of a lot of people that I've taken care of in the past or their family members. What my, One of my greatest compliments I ever got in the field was one time a patient said, you know, because when you're, when you have that word cancer attached to you, everybody coddles, you know, it's like, oh, poor grandma, sit down. Oh, don't, you know, don't do this, don't do that. And, you know, they're almost in tears because they're, they're seeing, you know, grandma's no more kind of thing. And one of the best compliments I ever got once was, this is the only place I go where I don't feel like I have cancer. Because we're treating cancer, mm -hmm. we're treating the person mm -hmm. as a person. You know, we want to share with them, we want to love on them, we want to care for them, hug, laugh, cry, whatever it takes, and make their day better, make their life longer or better. Or so, you know, that's 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 my goal. Well, our uh, featured survivor for August 19th is Manuela Twitchell from Fort Washakie. And Manuela, was there a history of breast cancer in your family at all? No, none whatsoever on either side of the fam family. Not that we know of. And I, I also did a, at the Huntsman a genetic uh -huh. test, and they said no. So, you know, it can happen to anyone. I, I do want to emphasize this, what Marty just said about... It was it was interesting the because I was diagnosed in March, then summer came. I had the surgery. I had surgery on my left breast. Then summer came, and my co-workers, and especially my principal, was very, very supportive. Um, my close friends, people get very different reactions when they hear that you have cancer. It's like they treat a little bit like an invalid, and I, I thought, huh, this is not right. You know, I, I mean, I was able to go to work. Right. And when I started my radiation with, with, with um, Marty, it's interesting what you said. It's a place where you get treated normal. And after, when I started the radiation, I also started, I said, okay, I'm gonna walk. I started walking three miles a day. Okay. And people say, do you feel all right? Yeah, I feel all right. It, it, it's a very interesting process. It's a very, more psychologically debilitating than for me anyway. But also, I do wanna say that, repeat myself that I didn't wanna Google anything because I'm not an expert on a health professional. You know, I, I work with young people. I'm more into the thought process, the psychology of each of us, the psychic. And so I didn't want to Google anything. And I also don't believe that Google or looking up. Oh, I, you know, I mean, novel concept <laughs> to let the experts do their job. Yeah, and that was comforting. Yeah. I, so I feel like my greatest comforters were, you know, Marty, my oncologist, Dr. Wells, and 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 it was conversations. I would, after my treatment, I would like sometimes go home, and I would have questions, and you know, like I asked Marty a lot of questions, and that machine was. That's intimidating. I'm not a high-tech person, so like, oh, wow. That was like the huge hurdle mm -hmm. to respect it. 
you know, and yeah. just follow directions. And I was good at that, huh, Marty? Yeah, you were good. <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, where are are you at with your treatment? Oh, I and so the the wonderful thing is that so I did everything. Like I re, I'm really good about following directions. That's key, Marty. You yes. know, that's yes, key yes, too. Yes. I'm really good about following directions, and so I did a lot of. I I, I altered some things in my life. I I kept working of course yeah. but stop volunteering for anything else so I I, uh, I learned to not be so extended overextended not so fragmented and so I went to follow-ups with my surgeon my oncologist both at Rocky Mountain at the Huntsman and on the 30th of March of this year I'm I'm cleared Yes, exactly. And, and I, I feel like every day is a celebration in small ways. You know, just every day, you know, waking up and and giving appreciation, really. And every time I drink water, is like, you know, thank you, sacred water of life. Yes, things like that. It sounds kind of it's crazy, small, yeah. but I think life. I mean, for me this cancer was a wake-up call perhaps a combination of the cancer and I being 75 years of age that every day is really if we if it's, it's the small things is waking up and uh, giving appreciation and enjoying the beauty that surrounds us and we're so fortunate to have so much beauty in this beautiful state well I'm hoping your story can be shared uh, more because we often talk about breast cancer but the one thing we don't talk about enough is when you get that diagnosis to not google and become overwhelmed and stressed to have the trust in your physicians and then to take a step back and take care of yourself too because many times if marty you know when you're you're in your mid-70s and you get a diagnosis i mean some folks are just like well that's it that's it and you are a beautiful soul. You look like you're in fantastic shape. And I'm just, I'm very glad that we're going to have you on August 19th for the big event, the Pink Ribbon Run. You know, the one thing we had talked earlier at one time, but this isn't strictly for females. Guys can have breast cancer as well. I have treated not as many men for it as I have females, obviously. But guys, if you're in the shower, you feel something that's not right when you're taking the wash rag and the soap or whatever, go to the doctor. Because number one symptom sometimes is denial. And that's true with heart disease, with, you know, whatever. We don't want to think about what's happening. We don't want to think we're mortal and this could be something bad. But the fact is, it happens. We need to, the earlier it's caught the sooner it can be taken care of the better the outcome yeah we often miss the males on yeah. that side we yeah. don't none of us have a crystal ball every day's a gift just like manuela said we want to appreciate it all but whether you're in your 30s your 70s whether you're male female whatever history no history be aware of your body pay attention to it and take action You'll be glad you did. So I, I, in, in that process, and I really invite anybody who is going through any kind of diagnosis or, or treatment for cancer, it's so important to look within and say, okay, what am I doing? What, what, what is my gift? What is my creative? Because we all have a creative side to us uh, in addition to our 
profession, you know, to our job, whatever our job is. And so all my life I've been writing and putting my writing in boxes and boxes and boxes. So this whole year when I stopped volunteering and doing just my job, I come home and little by little. So I have a, a book of poetry coming out mm-hmm. and, and it's, it's celebrating this year of healing for me. And the title of my poetry book is called passing through a wave of light and it should come out I want to say hopefully by the end of August oh I want to get one well you'll have to tell us uh, when I'm on the mic August 19th (laughs) where people can get that and if it'll be available on Amazon and all those things it will be be available on Amazon that that was like especially with cancer that it's a silent delicate illness but it's not the end, right? You know, and that I, 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 I just want to brag about about how fortunate we are to have Rocky Mountain Oncology mm-hmm. and to have Marty and Dr. Wells and what's the nurse's name? Uh, Lindsay. And Lindsay, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and Sage West. You know, yeah, yeah. As a Sage West employee myself too, there's a lot of services, a lot of resources. You know, we're putting this on. Sage West is this doing this great event. You know, it's all a team effort. It's it's everybody pulling together for a good common cause. And Manuela, you're kind of the poster child for what so many folks who, who get this diagnosis need need to hear. Your message and your story is, uh, you know, really unique, too, in the way you've gone through the whole process. I think a lot of people that get that diagnosis would benefit from that. So hopefully they'll hear this podcast and hear it on the radio as well. But on August 19th, you're invited. If you just, if you're like Manuela and you run long distances, this may not be a long distance, but it is well worth coming out for the event again August 19th 8 a.m. is when it starts you can register right there if you don't register ahead of time but Sage West has info as well like Wita anything else you good (laughs) I just want to say that your story is just truly inspiring Manuela it 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 teaches us to you know keep going you know no matter the battle and here at Sage West we're very elated to have you and we welcome the community to come out and any survivors as well to join us for the Pink Ribbon Marty, anything on your end? We'll see you August 19th. Can't wait. We'll be dressed in our pink. Marty will have some cool hat. I'm bringing the pink wigs out for for Jared. We'll have some fun again August 19th for that. But for all of us, Manuela, thank you so much. Thank you. Can I say my primary doctor's name? Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure. Dr. Erica Beal. She was like my my guide and my... um, She really inspired me to have confidence in myself. And so, you know, just follow your treatment. Anyway, she's great. Yeah, thank you, Dr. Bill. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. All right, we'll be back with another guest with Sage West, but uh, this one in particular is very special. Hope to see you on August 19th.